Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, the productivity podcast about looking after yourself, drinking plenty of water, and actually, hopefully, being productive. I am Rosemary Oshid and joined, as always, by Scotty Jackson. Uh, yes, I do have a habit of showing up to these things, don't I now? You do, and it's wonderful. Uh, it's it's always great to have a chat with you. If you're new here, hello, welcome. Uh, you know, we're a productivity podcast. We talk about you know being productive, getting stuff done, and doing all the good things every week, um, or every two weeks actually. That's how often we record, and that means that we've got a whole chunk of back catalog for you. So if you go to nestafolderspodcast.com, you can find all of that, which has got loads of stuff that you might be interested in if you enjoy this episode, and if you really love it then we can get unnested once a month with a bonus episode for you at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. Uh, so uh, feel free to check that out as well. Um, so Scotty, the thing that I, I thought about the other day um, is um, I realized that there's good habits and bad habits. Um, and <laughs> this sounds really silly, right? Because like, obviously there's good habits and bad habits, right? Uh, good habits, um, getting up in the morning and doing yoga, bad habit, smoking, um, you know, it sounds very obvious, but there's also the good habits that become bad habits because they've just kind of snuck into our life and they're just something that we always do and we always did them like that. And so, you know, they've, they they never really actually benefit us anymore. They're potentially even actively causing harm, uh, but they're part of our habits in, in our minds. It can be a little bit ingrained as this is a good habit. Um, and I remember reading years ago on Reddit that um, somebody uh, asked their wife, why they cooked a pot roast a particular way, or I think it was a pot roast, it was something. But basically what they did is they they they, they took the joint and they cut off the ends, uh, okay, and they put the two ends in one pan and they put the, the the rest of it in another pan and they cooked the two pans separately. And they asked them why they did that. Um, I don't know, actually, that's why that's how my mother always did it. Went and asked her mother, don't know, that's how, your gra how uh, my mother always did it. Went and asked granny, well, I didn't have a pan big enough. And that's why, like, it was just a learned habit that they always did. And they just did it without questioning it. And it's amazing how these things can happen. You know, maybe it's not how you cook something. Maybe it's just like the fact that um, whenever you get up from your desk to get a glass of water, you always grab a biscuit as well. And, you know, depending on um, what kind of biscuit it is, how often you get up to grab a glass of water and things like that, that could be a good or a bad thing. Um, but, you know, it's about being a little bit aware of these things and, um, you know, trying to figure out whether a habit or a routine is actually good for you or bad for you, and if you can maybe tweak it to push it back into the good side. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, that, and that, I, I love the, the the pot roast metaphor for this is so good. I mean, that story, if, if, if folks haven't uh, read it before, I'll link back again in, in show notes, you can, you can read it again. It, it's very interesting to me how things are the way they are because that's how we do them. And so for me, I think when I started thinking about this idea about talking about good and bad habits was stepping back to think about, well, gee, I don't even know consciously what habits I have necessarily when, when thought about in that context. Like when you said you know, good habits and bad habits, I thought, oh, I wonder what mine are. And then I realized when I just think in, in, from that metacognition perspective of what are my habits, I didn't really have a good answer or at least not really good ones or not super compelling ones, except that, well, I tend to put my coffee cup down on my right hand side because I'm right handed and I drink with my right hand, but um, I tend to get up at this hour of the morning, that sort of thing. Um, so I, I, I think one of the things that was first and foremost on my mind about thinking about habits at all was identifying what they are. And for that, you know, I do do a lot mm. of um, micro journaling 
through, you know, bullet journal style rapid logging. And I also have taken to doing some level of time tracking. I know that some folks will use, you know, apps or screen time or something like that to be able to determine, you know, what they're, what all they're doing at what times and so on. And that's great. Uh, I'm, I'm not good at following those kinds of constructive, uh, uh, constructed systems and um, I don't bill my time. So I, I don't, I'm not financially incentivized to, to do that sort of thing. So what I've carved out for myself instead is a sort of lightweight categorization of, of my time that I can do at a really, really high level. Um, and it's at such a high level that I call it macro. Uh, and I actually took this, was inspired by uh, your pal from another podcast, uh, David Sparks, who talked about, you know, the couple of different hats that he wears, you know, as the, the maker, the manager and I can't remember what the third one was, um, but I thought about my hats in terms of being, you know, the manager and like management. So that might mean like administrative things, you know, even for my family, for work, that that sort of uh, frame of mind. And then A is the artist. Uh, that's me creating things, you know, whether it's, you know, web pages or documents or, or anything else, this is me creating C is the consumer, so I'm maybe I'm watching a movie or I'm reading a book. I'm, I'm consuming content. R is reflection, so maybe I'm doing like a weekly review or a morning planning. And O is the observer, and so generally I use that more for um, you know my, my team of people that I support at work or my children. You know I'm observing other people in terms of being able to you know help or evaluate or, or coach or what have you. So by just sort of assessing where my time is going. Now I'm able to find trends and identify where habits might be that I can hone in on and apply some of the thinking that, I, that, that you've, you've put together here about, you know, a, a assessing these habits and, and, you know, what one might do with them once they are aware that they are in fact there. Yes, because I think that's the thing for me, because one of the things that I quickly stumbled across when I started looking at this, you know, what habits do I have and either, you know, do they come into the good or bad? You know, it's it's all grayscale, really. There's a few things that are really bad for me, staying up too late um, and potentially eating too much chocolate. Not sure about that one. I think that one's probably still good for me. Um, but, um, you know, <laughs> the other thing is habits are very closely bound with routines. Like a routine can become a habit. Um, and then the individual elements of that can actually be habits themselves. Um, you know, it's 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 a habit of habits, folks. It's like a snowball. Okay, it all, all binds up together. Mm. Um, but um, but like it's it's very easy to just kind of gloss over like those little elements of your life. Like you know, when I get up in the morning, what is the first thing that I do? Um, and for a while, the first thing that I did when I got up in the morning was not get out of bed. It was a combination of either like pick up my phone and browse the internet and Twitter and things like that, or, um, you know, either contemplating life choices and staring at the ceiling. And, you know, the, you know, that, that's fine when you don't need to get up in the morning. But I found that I was doing that to a, to a level where I was then having to get up and rush to get everything else done. And that was the point where I was like, okay, so this habit that's gone mm. from probably fairly neutral because it wasn't taking me very long, it wasn't really having a, a big impact on my day other than the fact that I then felt like I was good to get up and go and, you know, do do all the stuff, um, to a this is now quickly sliding down the to the other end of the scale where it's not so good. So I've changed some things around and I've flipped up my morning routine a bit. So I actually get woken up with music in the morning uh, from my HomePods um, again, instead of having like the music come on when I pick up my phone, like the music just comes on now. 
And it turns out that that's helping and I'm doing much better, you know, actually getting out of bed much faster in the mornings, which is actually having a positive impact on a bunch of other things where other habits are kind of coming back or just actually being possible because I've, you know, shuffled some things around a little bit and I haven't got rid of anything in particular. You know, I still browse Twitter and so on, but I do that once I'm out of bed. Um, you know, I can sit on the sofa in my pajamas if I want to do that. Um, but, you know, I've, <laughs> I've just flipped it around so that I, I shuffle um, how I do things. And that is something that is then taking it from the, you know, the dark gray end of the scale up towards the like the light gray end of the scale. You know, if I'm if I'm going from red to green, you know, I've I've uh, I've, I've gone through brown um, on the way, um, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's certainly uh, amazing how quickly something that is not necessarily harmful can start actively negatively impacting other things. Um, and I think that's the thing to watch out for with that, because it's so easy to think that something's not necessarily bad and then realize, actually, no, when you look at it, it's got some, it's got some pretty negative impacts. That, that's really interesting. And, and I think what that highlights too is, is not just um, observing the habits that we have, but maybe also the absence of habits that we wish we had. Um, I know that, you know, thinking about like morning and wake up routine, um, the habit that is absent for me there is, is, um, taking medication first thing in the morning. And I don't know why I avoid that. Um, but then I end up taking my morning medication either, um, right when I get up or after I have gotten breakfast for the kids or after I have gotten breakfast for the kids and showered and gotten ready for work or after I have done all of those things and gotten to my office and realized that I haven't taken my meds yet and run upstairs in a panic. I, I I need to de- develop that that habit for myself, um, and I think that I think it's because the actual underlying habit is one of like purposeful self distraction in the morning. So w- when you talked about you know grabbing grabbing your phone and and and, and like seeing what's there, um, you know er- early, I, I think that's a thing that is happening for me uh, altogether too much. And depending on what is or is not there, it's taking me off track for from what I should be maybe. Or if not should, then I desirably uh, thinking about. So um, I, I think that in, in all of that, uh, what what I what I like about what you said uh, too is is the you know uh, is the trigger or or the prompt and 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 so you know doing different alarms or having different um, you know visual nudges or auditory nudges um, that that's a really powerful element of of habit. Um, creation and of habit, you know, reproduction. I, uh, the uh, the power of habit by Charles Duhigg is an excellent book, which I easily recommend. Uh, and it talks about you know habits as being a stack of you know like the trigger, the action, the reward. And so making sure that those triggers are in place to prompt the kind of um activity that you want from yourself is 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 absolutely key and then when you know there's a habit that you would like to change for example work on removing what those triggers might be so if there are triggers around what can you do to remove them from your from your consciousness i think i, I think that's a really great thing to think about not just in terms of you know creating new things but also sustaining them and and just being conscious of you know what it is that is happening all the time, I, the 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 biggest danger of habits is that they occur unconsciously. So the more conscious thinking I can bring into my day, the more I know that I'm making deliberate choices, as opposed to you know doing the things that uh, I do because those are the things I do. 
Yes. And I think that's the thing, right? It's very easy to forget to review, right? Um, you know, you and I have both um, studied GTD and try, try and follow um, the principles. And one of the big things about it within that is review. But I feel like review definitely needs to apply to habit. Is And the problem with a habit is the point of the habit is that it is a habit and you just don't think about it and do it anymore, which is why it's so difficult to review them because you like you basically need somebody to come and follow you invisibly for a day and note down all the things that you do. And then afterwards you can mm -hmm. look back at it and go, oh, wow, okay, I didn't realize. Did, did I do that? I don't remember doing that. Like I, I, I emptied the dishwasher while I was um, waiting for my toast to cook. Uh, okay, I, I didn't realize I'd done that. That's probably a good habit. Um, you know, uh, but then I browsed Twitter for 20 minutes while I was waiting for my dinner to cook in the air fryer. Oh, maybe that's not so good. And it's, it's very difficult to like get yourself out of you, um, so that you can actually see what's going on there. Because the other thing is, is, you know, a lot of us always want to, you know, improve ourselves or, you know, we're trying new things to, you know, try and do something better or whatever it is. Um, and that is a good thing, especially, you know, we're coming up to that time of year where folks are going to want to start making, um, you know, plans and, and goals and set themes and, and implement new systems for a new year. And that's fine, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's good. But one of the things that is really critical to this is looking at what you've already got, because what you've already got is essentially the foundation for what you're going to put on top of it. And if you've currently got a bit of a wobbly foundation, then the first thing you actually need to do is go and shore that up, maybe knock knock down some of it, um, maybe um, mm -hmm. build upon the good stuff um, and focus on the good things. Um, but, it, you know, it, you actually have to like look at what you've got because it's so easy to be like, yep, so I am going to get up at six o'clock every morning and I'm going to go for a run. But right now you're getting up five minutes before you need to start work. And then you're spending the next 10 minutes in bed browsing the internet on your phone and then you're running in and like just just about sort of vaguely awake for work it's like okay right the, these these two these two things really not compatible like you're gonna have to like work your way backwards if you just go from like five to nine to six a.m in a day then well i mean the first day is probably going to be okay if you if you make it for six a.m but after a few days you're really a struggle and the bad habits that you've got of just not having time in the morning to actually be prepared and probably not even getting things out the night before are going to come back and bite you and that's the thing that i'm always looking at when i'm like okay so these are like the things that i want to implement you know one of the things i've been trying to do is um do some yoga stretches in the morning so the thing that i do before bed every night right now i get out the yoga mat and if I forget to get out the yoga mat, then I have to do that um, first thing in the morning, obviously. Um, but I also mm. don't let that pull me back, right? Even if I messed up part of the habit yesterday, today's a new day. It's the start of a new chain. That's fine. Don't think about it. Move on. Like if if I like if I very deliberately made a decision not to do something that's um, that is something that I'm trying to build as a habit, then I will actually mark that down as a like half completed version of it. Like I've tried to do part of this, but like I couldn't because there was a good reason. Like if, for example, every day I try and do these yoga stretches, the days where I'm in the office, I can't do that before work because I have to leave really early. But I do that when I get home and I will do five minutes instead of 10 minutes. It's like, okay, well, that actually still counts because I've made space for it in my day. So I'll put that down as partially completed and it doesn't break the chain. But if I missed it the mm -hmm. day before, don't let that stop you doing it today. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There, there is no amount of negative self-talk that is going to change all of the terrible decisions I have made in my life up to this point, nor, nor, nor is there any kind of wonderful 
um, self-congratulatory reflection time that will make me have made better decisions in, or like in celebrating all the wonderful decisions I've made in my life up to this point. All I can do is go from where I am forward. So um, I, 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 I really take your point and, and I think it's really important to think about the realism of what habits and what goals we might have for yourself, right? And like you said, it's incompatible to think that, well, I'm going to suddenly start getting up an hour earlier and going for a run uh, before work when when that is clearly not part of my you know <laughs> standard operating procedure. However, I do like the specificity with 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 which you talked about that. So, for example, there is I think a big difference between wishing that I ran more and saying to myself, on this day at this time, I am going to go for a run for this long. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you say, that has to be couched in reality. Um, yes. and, and it, and it also has to be like, well, I'm not going to start running marathons tomorrow because I'm a, I'm not built for marathons at all. B you, like, I'm not going to go from having done nothing to doing many. Yes. Uh, like, so for me, I love being able to say, okay, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to walk my son to school, but I'm also going to take an extra moment to walk around the block. Yes. And then maybe later this week, it'll be, I'm going to walk around the block twice or I'm going to do this alternate route that's a little while longer, and so on and so forth. And I think that being specific about that, so going from like a wish to a plan, um, is 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 an important step. And that plan being as specific as you, um, as as you talked about, is a lot more achievable than this just sort of generalized. Somehow, more you know, physical activity will fall into my life tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's not so so. Um, recognizing habits is is one part. Changing them or acting upon them is needs to be very very deliberate. Yes, all the way and, through. And I think that's the thing, right? It's so easy to be like, yeah. So this is the thing that I'm going to do, and I'm going to set this as my goal because I need to set like the big goal. Um, but also, you know, remember your, your different, you know, horizons of focus in GTD terms or just like scaling up to it because it's so easy to be like, right, my new habit is going to be this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to replace bad habit with good habit. I'm going to replace, I'm going to pick something ridiculous here, smoking with um, baking. Um, that's probably actually negative for you as, as well, not quite as negative, but like, it's probably not good for you long term. but either way, um, you know, like replacing something with something else, replacing smoking with running, for example. The problem is, is if the first day you're supposed to be running a marathon, you're not going to run a marathon day one, you're going to fail and then your, your habit's not going to get any better. And they'll probably just go back to the negative thing, which is the smoking in that particular example. Um, fortunately I don't smoke, so I, I don't have that particular battle to deal with. But I do have the the constant battle of I have negative habits and I am trying to replace them with positive ones and I am very optimistic. And being optimistic is a good thing. Being overly optimistic mm-hmm. sets you up for failure at times. Um, so you do have to be a little careful of like not backing yourself into a corner that you are your 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 good habits or like your intended good habits because they're not actually a habit yet until you do them without thinking about it pretty much but like mm-hmm. your intended good habits are in inachievable and so therefore um you know y- you end up never doing them um and that's that's the thing that i am always like or especially at the moment really trying to to look at and work on because it's so easy to go oh right yes i'm gonna go do the thing 
It's like, yeah, okay, but you, you haven't done any of that. You know, like I was going to clean um, all of my windows um, and um, like deep clean all of my carpets. Um, that was that was the idea that I had in my head for last weekend. Uh, guess guess what? I cleaned one window. But you know what? I cleaned a window. It's better than not cleaning any of the windows. But the original plan of like, I'm going to clean all the windows and deep clean all the carpets, that was not achievable with everything else that I also had to do in the weekend. Because you have to factor in everything else that's in your life, good and bad. It's true. I, 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 the other element, too, that I, I, I want to talk about a little bit more, too, is, is, is the element of reward. And so I, I think it becomes uh, attractive to think about rewards as uh, uh, things or um, like I, I default to food because that's the way yeah. I think. Like if I, if I do this thing, I give myself a cookie, um, which, is, which is great for my uh, happiness. Not, not so much for uh, maintaining the size of pants that I like, but <laughs> I, I think creative thought around here is really good. So, uh, for example, as a reward, I reserve a couple of particular podcasts that I really like for only when I'm walking. So mm -hmm. if I want to listen to them, I, my rule to myself is that I have to go for a walk to listen to them. And so that way I've got a reward that is associated with doing the thing. And I, I, that particular coupling I find to be quite effective. So. Um, you know, and and the other the other thing is, I think you want to be careful to not deprive yourself of something. And like, yes. I'm going to wear shoes that are too tight until I do this thing, and then I will allow myself to wear the correct size shoe. Well, yeah. that's maybe maybe that'll work, but I think you're more likely. I I personally would come to resent the habit more than I would oh, yeah. to um, uh, appreciate it because now I see it as the thing that is standing between me and that thing that I need. Well, as opposed to, you know, that thing that is also coming with this nice blessing and reward. So um, I, I think it's careful to not, or sorry, it's important to be careful to not use rewards as like relief of deprivation, yeah. but is actually a reward that is a meaningful thing that itself doesn't have some sort of negative, you know, Content like yeah. if I can go for a day, if I can go for a day without smoking, I'll, I'll allow myself to chain smoke for fifteen minutes at at nine. Well, yeah, probably yeah. not. Probably not so great. Yeah, exactly. And it's also really easy to to sort of um you know try and like give yourself like or t tell yourself that you'll do other things when this thing is done um and those things might actually be necessary, but because like you don't want to do the thing that it is that you've said to yourself that you need to do first you end up putting off the other thing. So for me, um, a classic example of this, like on like a, a lazy day would be like, okay, so I'm going to do like um, a face mask um, and like, um, you know, like uh, deep moisturize my hands and things like that. I'm going to do all of that um, and have a shower, um, like after I clean the bathroom. Yeah, I guess when I actually start cleaning the bathroom, 9.45 PM, uh, <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's too late in the day. And like, I would have probably had a much better day if I'd actually given myself the treat first thing in the day because I've discovered, and this is something that I found uh, is really great if it, if it works for the kind of habits that you're building, um, of like, I can do a bunch of things like while I'm doing fun self-care tasks. Like if I'm doing a hair mask or a face mask, then I can actually clean my kitchen or my bathroom while, that's, while I'm doing that. Like, or I can mm. sit there and listen to a podcast or I can listen to a podcast, clean my kitchen or bathroom, and do a face mask at the same time. And a hair mask. Whoa, multitasking. Bonus points for running the washing machine, <laughs> dishwasher, tumble dryer, and robot vacuum all at once so that you can be 
actually multitasking and all the productive things. Um, but I've found that actually flipping it around and like giving myself the reward whilst doing the task can also be very nice, like as part of it, like just like you've got the podcasts, um, you know, like for me, like, you know, the face mask or the hair mask or um, like the one that gets me is painting my nails. I love painting my nails. It's quite fun doing the art and things like that. Um, but that that can be a real time sink. Um, so like I have to be really careful of like, no, I'm not going to start by doing that like right now this afternoon, even though I've had a really cool idea for Halloween and I want to put pumpkins on my nails um, or something like that. Um, you know, it, it has to be a, you know, like, okay, that that one will actually have to wait until later in the day. But like tr making sure that you're not bargaining with yourself for the wrong things um, can be like, it's, it's something to watch out for at any rate. Um, yes, that's fantastic. So, I, I mean, really, I, I, and I, now I just kind of want to recap for myself uh, and maybe listeners find this helpful too. Like, <laughs> so we, we talked about um, like an, an inventory and identification. We talked about um, a, a sort of a, a willingness and an interest. We talked about triggers and rewards. We talked about uh, coupling and uh, dependencies. I feel like I have a lot of homework to do now. I mean, I do <laughs> but as I'm, well. I mean, in the best possible way. In the yeah. best possible way. Um, this is. I thank you, Rose. This I I really like. I really like how how this has been um, picked apart. Thanks. Yeah, I've, I, I really need to like the next part of my quest is going to be diving into the habits and the routines because they really do link together. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the the individual habits build a routine and the routine itself then becomes a habit and trying to figure out like what causes what because a lot of our habits are actually a routine in the sense that you know we do this because we did that first um and therefore maybe if we flip it around so that we we do something else and then we do that thing you know it could be better or maybe it could be worse but you know you're the only person that can at the end of the day say whether or not you are feeling better about your level of productivity than you were before but fingers crossed you'll be uh, evaluating your habits and finding all the ones that a slide to light gray white end of the scale and and hopefully we can uh, push some of the ones that are at the darker end of the scale off the bottom and just get rid of them and uh, that will hopefully be good for all of us not just for you sounds good to me i'm, I'm here for that uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening. We've greatly appreciated it. You can get in touch with us as always over at nestedfeldishpodcast.com, which has links to uh, how to get in touch with us uh, via email, uh, Twitter at nestedfolders. And of course, if you are one of our lovely unnested subscribers, then you get the bonus monthly episode, but you also get access to our AMA where you can ask us questions and we will answer them or take your challenges, whatever it is, on that bonus episode in the month. Scotty, uh, stickers. You Oh, yes. I forgot to mention stickers. If you're an unnecessary supporter, you get stickers. And if you've not sent us your address, send us your address and you get stickers. Um, Scotty, where can people find you? Uh, I may be found on the internet at heyscottyj.com or also by the same name on Twitter at heyscottyj. How about you, Rosemary? Uh, I am also on the internet. You can find me over at rosemaryorchard.com. And of course, you can also find me on Twitter and micro.blog with the username Rosemary Orchard. And of course, you'll find me here on this podcast every couple of weeks. Wonderful. Goodbye, folks.